I just compared Harry Potter and Ryan Atwood like together. I mean, so I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner, to be honest. I mean, I mean he's an orphan. Like it makes rags sense. Rags to riches, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hello. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so I'm at a recording studio. Yeah. I feel like Justin Timberlake. Wow. I mean, like you look like Justin Timberlake too. So. <laughs> I mean, he would definitely be wearing a pee-pee-poo-poo shirt. He like, might. For sure. Well, um, welcome to the Red Wine Sisterhood, everyone. We're back again at another chaotic time for another chaotic episode. So Every time I feel like we say we're back, like we're so bad about <laughs> we're putting always, out episodes. We're always coming back. Always coming back. And always coming back. We're here to talk about another, like, going to be honest, situation with barely any actual sisters. But it's going to be really, really good. I promise. It is. And I really think it's important to note that like, just because you're related, that's like definitely one form of sisterhood, but there are many different types of sisterhood. Yep. So I think it's a good thing to like explore other things, you know, I do. <laughs> anyway, you said you made a cocktail. What are you drinking? I did. So I just didn't feel like opening a bottle of wine tonight. Um, because like, I mean, I, I don't understand that. I don't tell me why. Because I'm the waste. only one that I, because I can't drink it fast enough. So I, 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 Ellie. Hi, Ellie. <laughs> this is like awful. No, I'm obsessed. Um, um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm being facetious because I just like I, no, I, I know, miss wine so much. I, I've just been wasting it, and we have all this really nice wine that we got for our engagement, and I don't want to open right. it and waste it. So yeah, that makes sense. That's where I'm at, and like I'm not. I'm only sometimes a red wine in the warm weather person. And right now I'm just like really embracing wanting to feel like refreshed. Yes. So red wine is not refreshing. It's not, it's not refreshing. So I made, so I was like, okay, I know, I knew I had the grapefruit tonic in my pantry. So I was like, what liquor do I have? I knew I didn't have gin. So I was like, what are we working with? Right. Um, So I made like a tequila. I squeezed half a lime in it and then I put grapefruit tonic and like a tahine rim and it's delicious so it's like a paloma it's basically a paloma it's great it's like a light paloma. yum it's really really amazing. really good like it might be like my new drink of the summer i'm drinking a pellegrino um non-alcoholic that's um <laughs> Vir- a virgin cherry pellegrino. and pomegranate flavored though so. wow it's kind of like a shirley temple <laughs> <laughs> sorry don't patronize um, me <laughs> i'm so sorry how are you? How is baby? Oh, baby's so good. Um, good. Actually, who was it that said we should do this? It was either Kelly or Catherine. Someone said we should do an episode about me being pregnant and you becoming an aunt. <laughs> I was wow. like, okay. I'm, I'm yeah, like I know. Let's do it. Yeah. So anyway, get that on the books. Um, no, <laughs> baby is We'll be great. back sometime with that episode. <laughs> like in five months when I already have the child. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I always get like super nervous for these appointments, but um, felt less nervous today just because he's been moving around like a psychopath. Um, yeah. Everything. <gasps> sorry. Everything is great. Um, he is 3.2 pounds, which is wild. And he's measuring perfectly. The um, ultrasound tech today was telling me that his head is humongous. So I was like, <laughs> sick. 
great. I can't wait for that to come out of my birth canal. Like, was she saying, I'm going to murder my dog? That's not what she was saying. That's what I'm saying. I Um, cannot. I locked Gobi out of this room. I was like, no. So our door like doesn't latch all the way when you close it. Oh no. Like it's one of the, you know what I mean? When it's like, it doesn't like go, it won't like click in. So she can just like pop it open. I'll put something in front of it in a second. Um, I am dying. She's so funny. Did she say that he had like a lot of hair or just like some? She said he has hair and she sent that picture and. I don't know. She was, then she like went I on didn't a thing realize about at first he, that the it was like labeled hair. I know it's so <laughs> that funny. Made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that was pretty cool to see. He was being like, I don't know. It's just like so cool to see. And now, like when we see the ultrasounds, like when we first started, like you could see the whole baby. And now, like literally, like this is not fun for the listeners. Sorry, but Sarah, like she showed me on my entire torso, like where all his stuff is. That's crazy. Like his legs are up here. His, like, it was just like bizarre. That's wild to like, think about that. Um, yeah. anyway, it was great. And yeah, well, I love that. he's good. So final countdown. Yeah, truly. How many weeks are you again? 29 29 that's right I, thought. Was, I couldn't remember if you were 29 or 30 30 on sunday wowza i know i really wow. wish that i was 34 weeks the week of my birthday when i'm turning 34 but like you know oh, we all we can't imagine. all be winners Can i know imagine, that would imagine. Be i can't imagine it would be incredible wow. but that would like have to be your new like lucky number i know anyway, no it's okay 14 okay. my lucky number still but um <laughs> I, we had a good night though. We went to Winchester Brew Works, which like, I literally hate that place, but we went again and it was so funny because Xander and I both kind of hate it, but we were like, let's go. We haven't gone in a while. Maybe it'll be better. So they Uh have a whole selection of non-alcoholic beer. It was really cool. I got this like wheat beer was awesome, but like the vibes were still so fucking weird. And like the music was so bad outside. There was literally, have we been there? Can you remind me where that one is? It's on North Cameron. Um, just okay. north of Got George it. Washington. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, and I like we were sitting outside and like we just were like hating on it. It was so funny. <laughs> but then listen to the listen to the playlist that came on. In a row, Will Smith Miami. Do you believe in love life after love by Cher? Oh my god. And then tearing up my heart by NSYNC. Wow. Okay. And then they played like some Dave. And so we were like, wait, that's redemptive. So then we were like, okay, wait, maybe, maybe we like it now. (laughs) Maybe it's not terrible. It's still weird. It's a weird vibe. I don't know. I feel like it has so much potential and it's just like, and I think they think hopefully no one's listening to this that like goes there. I mean, they're not, but I think that they think they're awesome and like, they're not. It's like, "Mm." nice, nice try. But they have so much potential and it's just like, yeah, no, for sure. Like with location and like all that stuff. I know. And we were just like, no, but we got a Roma deli for dinner, which was, I mean, I have no words. I have no words. Amazing. When I die, just bury me in fried yucca or yucca. Yucca. I got got two orders of it (laughs) because I was like, I need two orders. Well, I mean, especially now that Xander like understands how incredible it is. Exactly. And he usually takes all of it. So. It's important. Wow. Well, um, should we crack into it? Yeah. Um, California. Here we here come. We come. Wow. 
That was my ringtone for so many years. That's oh what that God, song makes me think about of. That. Yeah, that was like probably my favorite ringtone I ever had in like the the age of ringtones. I mean, you know what mine was. I can't even say it out loud. <laughs> you have to. You have to. How embarrassing for me that I had party like a rock star. I mean, it's literally like so embarrassing. And I would like have my ringer on. No, it was always so loud. I remember that time at Gretchen's that it rang. Do you remember that? We were at Gretchen's house so and it rang. And we were like in the with her like dad who was like very elderly, you know. Uh, and it was really loud. <laughs> and I'll never oh forget it. <laughs> Ew. Well, I have another one. My ringtone used to be Miss Independent. And when I was dating Trey Elite, I was at his house and we were doing a group prayer and it went off during that. <laughs> so I, I can't didn't know that. I've never heard that story before. That's amazing. I mean, what a, that's a, that's a really good ringtone though. It, oh, it was awesome. It was uh, a good ring, one. Ringtones are like, so it's so, so weird I have this, how they're just like not a thing anymore. No, I have this memory. I, so you remember I had that big whiteboard that I loved to write on in my room. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was during the days when you could like record like on your own and then make that a ringtone. So I had this like matrix of like all the people that I knew written on the whiteboard. And then I decided what song I wanted to like record for them and all the boys that I had crushes on. I recorded sexy back to obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So if that is not a time capsule of a story, then I don't know what is. I love that sexy back is the choice. I also would like you to know that Gobi is just staring at me at in the door. He wants to come in here so badly. Ellie's finally asleep. Yeah, Gobi just I don't I just like can't with him. Anyway, yeah, fucking the OC. Yeah, here we oh yeah, we haven't even said that yet. We're talking about the OC. We're talking about the OC. Uh, and we're pumped. Because there are just like there are so I love that show because there are so many like different types of relationships, especially like one-on-one like two-person relationships Mm -hmm. and we're obviously going to be focusing today on like just the like really strong female relationships that like flourish through the show and like ups and downs and all that stuff and there's like a few different there's like some crossover and like some actual sisters um which honestly the actual sisters kind of suck which is like kind of interesting Mm -hmm. and yeah mostly we're just both doing a rewatch of this amazing show and we wanted to talk about it it's the best show if you haven't watched it please go watch the oc it's so great like it's cheesy but it's it's so good it's really good and the the adult characters are so good Mm -hmm. the kid like all of them like just every bit of it is so good i know so i for like a few choice characters right like like oliver i just finished that arc oliver it is so satisfying when ryan's finally right It reminds me of when Harry Potter is like so pissed off when no one will believe him. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I just compared Harry Potter and Ryan Atwood like together. So I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner, to be honest. I mean, mean, he's an orphan. Like it makes sense to riches, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, God. Okay, so I thought we could start with the sisters relationships because they're not that. Yeah, and, needy, be like, and then quick. we can go into like 
the better ones. Yeah. So I think we can start with like the lowest tier one, which is Julie Cooper and her sister, Cindy. Cindy, I was trying to remember her name earlier in the shower and I could only think of the name Tina and I just didn't think it <laughs> I mean, sounded like, right. <laughs> but like, it she looks like this, a Tina. It feels like it's in the same family. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, this yeah. is just, this is sort of just like an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic because for those of you who haven't watched it, Julie is a character who came from nothing, joined this kind of, they call them the noopsies, joined this very wealthy, affluent persona community mm-hmm. and like really doesn't want anyone to know where she's from and to the point where one of the characters calls her out on it one time and she basically just almost denies it. Yeah, it's this storyline is really it's really brief, which is like interesting, but it's like really impactful to me. It makes me so sad because Cindy, I mean, they both clearly like have their flaws and all of that. Like, I don't think either of them is really right or wrong at all, but like Cindy just seems so deeply hurt that Julie is so, it's so easy for Julie to leave all of it behind. And I think she just feels really like left behind by it's it. She's younger, right. By like her big sister. Isn't I think so. I think so. Yeah. That's like the vibe. And it just feels like, obviously there's so much baggage and obviously Julie has like made an amazing life for herself. Like good for her. But it's just, it, it makes me so sad because, like, even yeah. though they could never be best friends, they're so different. Like, I think at the root of it, Cindy just, like, feels, like, abandoned. That just, like, breaks my heart. I know. And, like, Julie's being a bitch because she's yeah, just, like, she's, like awful disregarding her family. And, yeah. like, yeah, Cindy's embarrassing, but only because Julie's, like, making it out to be, like, I don't want anything to do with you. And she makes this it one so point much bigger where, than it is. Yes, exactly. And, you know, Cindy was like, we were supposed to get out of here together. And then you left me. It's just, it's really sad. I mean, I think they kind of come to like a reconciliation and, you know, I think it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Because like, isn't Cal like, she's like, he wants to like invite her to the wedding or something. I don't, I don't don't remember. (laughs) I haven't watched that part in like a long time. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, I think they reconcile, but it's just interesting how like their sisterhood is a pretty classic trope of like not being proud of where you're from mm-hmm. and sort of shunning away like where you come from. And like there's a line that Cindy has where she's like, these people don't know you. And yeah. I mean, she just has a point like Julie's just in this fake life where like, you know, it's all just like bullshit. And you know? Julie like individually has such an incredible story arc because like this happens pretty early in the series when she is like she's so caught up in that space or in that headspace like wanting to be the best and fit in and not let anybody find out like where she came from and that she wasn't always this way and then you know skip to the end of the series when she has to move into back into a trailer and Mm. she is like she just does that with I mean obviously saying with such grace it's like a but like for julie she does it with such grace at the end and it's just it's like really full circle with this particular like storyline and knowing the context of that character it's amazing i mean if anything julie cooper like i wish i had her fucking confidence julie cooper forever dude she drives me crazy but i fucking love that same no she's such a great character 
Okay, so the next set of sisters, a little bit more to it, is Kirsten, which is one of the main characters. She's married to Sandy. They're like the probably the most predominant couple in the show. They're like the core um, parents of the show. Yes. And her younger sister, Haley, yeah. who is <laughs> kind of a train wreck. <laughs> she is like a hurricane, like literally. Yes. But in a different way than Cindy. Totally different and very, uh, yeah. And also it's like, I think it's directly related to their upbringing because like Haley was clearly just like the baby of the family and got everything she wanted and has never had to like, mm-hmm. tr- like work for it. Whereas Kirsten was older, way more driven, was always going to like work with their dad. And while Haley was just like asking for money and then just like dip out and like, so very, very spoiled, selfish at least um, when we first meet her in the show. I think she also has a bit of a oh, she has yeah. a bit of a personality glow up. She totally does. Now when you first meet her, she's like a nightmare and I she's like throwing parties the at their episode house. Today, then I just watched the, the New Year's Eve episodes like the last one. No, I guess the oh my was God. the last one I watched, but um dude, that party is like it gives me so much anxiety like like oh my God. I paint the picture. It's Aaron's party in a show. Um <laughs> I mean, honestly, that kind of R.I.P. Aaron Carter. R.I.P. Poor guy. But yeah, she, I mean, it's a classic, like New Year's Eve, mom and dad, or mom, not her mom and dad, but like mom and dad (laughs) of the house are going out and the kids are left at home and Aunt Haley's in town and they're all just saying, we're just going to chill out, like all their plans, like they're all just kind of bummed out, blah, blah, blah. And like door closes when Sandy and Kirsten leave door opens almost immediately and like a flood of people come Ridiculous. in and it's just like immediately like a wild party like couches are flipping people are in the pool like shit is breaking it's just like wild <laughs> it's so wild okay so like why why do people flip a couch like what is that what's the point why are you like listen i don't I understand mean, it's just like when the wrong people have too much alcohol, like who knows what is going to happen. That's true. Yeah. So they kind of get off to a rocky start and, you know, Haley ends up leaving because Sandy, uh, Kirsten's husband is just sort of like, you're driving us all crazy. And then Kirsten kind of talks to her dad and then Haley ends up getting kind of financially cut off and she's furious. Yeah. So she just kind of throws a fit and leaves and quote, she doesn't actually leave. She stays in the area and there's, um, there's where, a bit she, of where weird... is she during that part? She just lives with her friend on a boat. Remember? Cause she like sends Jimmy the cookies. Oh, she's with like another friend on, on another boat before she moves to Jimmy's boat. Yeah. That's no. Cause this is like, cause she, what he gets the cookies from her. Mm-hmm. He figures out that it's her and then he finds her on the boat. Right. I'm just, I just keep thinking about them on Jimmy's boat, but I guess that's later. That's way later. It doesn't matter right yeah. now. <laughs> Sorry, uh, everyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's some further weirdness. There's definitely like competition between Kirsten and Haley. Um, not a lot of sisterly love there because I think no. they were always pitted against each other. That's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot of like Kirsten trying to be Haley's mom. And, because just, I think there, and I think there's because of that, I think there's resentment on both sides. Like yes. I think yes. Kirsten does it, but also is resentful of feeling like she has to do it, even though she does it without 
anyone asking her to do it. And then Haley obviously resents being mothered by her sister. And, you know, it's also quite sad. What do you think about the whole mothering sister thing? Did I ever, have I ever mothered you a lot? I know I get into like older sister mode, but like that kind of mothering. It doesn't like, really feel like mother. Like, no, not really. Yeah. Because like, but that's such an older sister, like trope. trope. I see all yeah. the fucking time in TV <clears throat> and movies. Yeah. And I don't know how true it is. No, that's really interesting. Um, Cause yeah, it just feels like different. I mean, I guess like, because like the way that you jump in and are like protective and like, provide guidance are in like much different scenarios and in much different ways than the times that mom does that. But yeah, it does, it does sort of turn out well because Haley ends up getting her shit together, ends up getting mm-hmm. a great job overseas in Japan, you know, which causes her to leave, but like for a good but in reason. Like a good way. Yeah. And she's yeah. finally going to like be a grown up. Yeah. It's really cool. It's because she has a really good story. She has a really good arc. I think so, too. And it definitely, like, it teaches Kirsten a lot of lessons, too, about how to let go. Mm-hmm. And, like, their dad is just so problematic. Like, that's yeah. the big crux of it, too, is, like, he just, like, babies her and can't say no to her. Like, how is that supposed to make yeah. anybody feel? No, it's so true. Yeah, it's really toxic. It's, like, that classic, like, toxic father and youngest daughter relationship which is very sweet i think in theory but just can get a little mm-hmm. weird the whole when like, it's like daddy's girl thing fa- is like so gross to me it's just, like, i don't mean that me. in that way i think it's great to be close with your dad that's not yeah. what i'm trying to say i think that but, it like, can branding kind of yourself as that just like a mama's boy like i think it can really like take on a life of its own mm-hmm. and i don't know it freaks me out dude i agree couldn't agree more yeah yeah well those are like the sisters we'll be covering today so like not great role models wait who else do you want to talk about marissa and caitlin oh yeah the the worst of i mean all it'll, of take, yeah, it'll take like five so hold on i'm gonna get a pillow for my lower back because i'm ancient so marissa and caitlin really just role model children and siblings if you ask me the worst honestly the worst so marissa is one of like the core characters of the show the core, and the core she's four, if you will the core four she's like what like 15 or 16 when the show starts and caitlin's mm-hmm. like nine or something yeah, I don't she's know. really she's young old. she's just like into like horseback racing horseback riding <laughs> right racing she's a jockey and it's and like, like with her like hairless around with julie and it's like weird yeah. and then also with bar- shailene woodley which is hilarious oh, yeah it's so weird Um, We don't see a lot of her as like an actual character besides just like a name until later in like the third season when she comes back from boarding school. (laughs) Oh my God. And like she is coming to fuck some shit up. She is so awful. She and Marissa have like, it's hard because I feel like, well, sometimes she doesn't obviously, but towards the end, like towards the later part of when Caitlin's in it, I really think Marissa's trying. Even Same. though she's kind of bad at it sometimes. Yes. But like, they both are just like, they just fight so much. I'm just like, how? It's because they don't know each other. That's kind of what yeah. I think it is. That's a she really good point, actually. went to boarding school and I think that they never had a chance to like, grow up together. And so, yeah. it's sad. like intrusive when she comes back. Yeah. 
for sure. And she like steal she she doesn't like steal Marissa's boyfriend, but she starts dating this dude who like Marissa is yeah. really tight with, and it's weird. And then there is that once I think my favorite Marissa and Caitlin moment is when. I don't even remember like what's happening, but it's when Caitlin is back at boarding school and Marissa goes there to oh, yeah, like so funny. help them do whatever. And she like dresses up and they they're like scheming together. This we had uh, this is this was way worse than the um than the Kirsten and Julie sister segment. So we can move we can move along, but <laughs> <laughs> there's just nothing good to say. I will say the fourth season when marissa dies in season three um i'm not even gonna say spoiler alert it was all over the fucking pop news when it happened like i never watched the show and i knew that Mm -hmm. she died so like Mm -hmm. honestly like if you don't know that like i'm so sorry then you don't know what those is so yeah and (laughs) then you don't know us shake the fuck up So in the fourth season, you know, Caitlin's lost her sister and I actually love her in the fourth season because she has a grieving mother who like, you know, she'll tell things to Julie, like you still have a daughter and their, their relationship is really moving to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and like how Caitlin really gets attached to this one person Julie's dating, but then, you know, kind of grow, she grows a lot in the fourth season and I really, really like her in the fourth season. I forgot about her and, um. bullet Bullet. yeah no that's so true and i feel like that's also kind of a case like they also don't really know each other no you know so like Mm -hmm. julie's had all of this time with marissa and grieves her so hard but like has a whole other daughter that is like ready to make a relationship with her yeah and it's so fun in the fourth season too because like they're all living like with summer and with (laughs) um Taylor like they're all there so there's all these women together it's, it's so, so fun. fun yes um so I think it's just like a really great uh I think Caitlin grows up a lot she drove yes. me nuts in the third season but she's really great in the fourth season also that, so just that the way that that I mean that actress is beautiful but the way that she talks makes me so angry I don't even it's like I can't even do it it's like the yeah. breathy like <laughs> She has this one line where she's like, and I'll come back and rule Harbor. And it's like, <laughs> like cool. Awesome. Like, congrats. Yeah. So again, not, not strong. I just think of her saying, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> what about Johnny? Can Johnny that's, come to the birthday party? That's really good, actually. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Anyway, moving on now to... The two relationships in the show that are really strong yes, and grow in really intricate ways mm-hmm. and are the most sister-like, in my opinion. Agreed. Yes. Which one do we want to start with? I don't know. I mean, we could start with... I think it's interesting because I... It's so funny watching, like, going from the fourth season back to the first because Julie and Kirsten go through a lot so they are, I mean, Julie sucks in the first season. I know. And I watched the episode today where, I mean, the context, it doesn't even matter. Like Julie is just like a bad friend. She's just super caught up in the scene. Oh my God, she's awful. And she's, she's like gossiping about, oh, it's right after Thanksgiving. She's gossiping about Kirsten getting drunk. I and, know. Ju- and Julie just goes, Kirsten, lighten up. We're all friends here. And then Kirsten goes, then act like one. 
Yeah. And it's like, there's, and it's so poignant and it's just like, yes, like exactly. Like, don't call that out and then just be like terrible. Um, but then by the end, like they just, they go through so much together and Kirsten is so patient with Julie while she grows up and Julie is so supportive of Kirsten when she needs support. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. I mean, I think their friendship kind of, for me, when I like thought, oh, these two are going to be friends is the rainy day women episode when they get drunk on scotch and like smoke cigars. There are little pockets of those moments because like there's another one where again, I'm like deep in the first season right now. Um, I can't remember what it is. I, I feel like they're trying to escape like you know, a fucking yoga Lattes class or something like that with all the other women. <laughs> yoga Lattes. Yoga Lattes. Yoga Lattes. And um, uh, Kirsten's just like, I don't want to do this. Do you want to get out of here? And then they go drink beer at the lobster place. And it's like these That's two women so just great. like drinking beer and talking about like, I don't know. There are just those little pockets where they're mm-hmm. like, fuck all this. Because they, even though they're committed to being part of the community and being like part of that world, I think they can both see it for like the bullshit that it can be. I agree. And it's just like a fun little place for them to connect. I know. And it's cool too, because I think in different ways, they both kind of go through like falls from grace, like Mm. Kirsten first, like they take in Ryan, who's like a juvenile delinquent. And so like, people are like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Um, And then Kirsten you know, as an alcoholic has to go to rehab. So like she goes through those things. And then Julie, on the other hand, goes through like divorces and she has an affair with a high school student. And well, she's like married to it starts when she's like married to Jimmy and he's like a criminal. Right. And like they're always they just they 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 stay there for each other, even when they're not super like close and chummy, like even when things are feel like tumultuous they're like you can tell like deep down they're still like supportive and like rooting for each other. I mean, Julie marries Kirsten's awful dad and they're like I know. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's like so wild that she marries Caleb. <sighs> yeah. It is wild. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy and like but I think like they're a true story of forgiveness and yeah. also of of patience really. And that's what so much of what not I mean, that's not all of what being a sister is, but those are set to like deep threads within sisterhood are those two things. Well, and the um, two of them, Julie more so because she's cuckoo. Julie does some shit that's like unforgivable. Yeah. And Kirsten forgives her. Like, that's the other thing, too. Like yep. when your family with someone or you love someone so much like a sisterhood, like there's pretty much no limit. Like Sarah, mm-hmm. like you could do some pretty bad shit. And I'd be like, mm, it's okay. I mean, like maybe yeah. it'd take me a little bit to get over it, but like, I would forgive you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there, it, there's a line, I think it's in the fourth season or the third. I can't remember where it's after Julie. She kind of had almost dicked Kirsten over and she'd figured it out or I can't remember. And, and Kirsten's like, I'm having drinks with Julie and her husband, Sandy's like, you know, are really and and they say something about like she's done all these things but she's the best friend I have yeah or something like that and I like love it because it's like they put all the bullshit aside and like they're just there for each other yeah 
the I mean, you might have just answered it, but I was gonna ask, like, do you have like a favorite Julian Kirsten moment or like storyline or like thread? I mean, it's kind of like a nebulous question, but it's kind of fun to think about. Like, I just I love when they go into business together in the fourth season. I love the oh new match time. I love when Julie starts running like a brothel through it and is trying to keep it a secret from Kirsten. <laughs> like it's so funny. It's so funny. And like them as business partners is just like absolutely hysterical. Oh, it's, also, it's, a, like, it's a mess. Kirsten's finally like feeling totally free of the Newport group and like is like having fun with her job, which is also like a fun thing to see. No, totally. I love that part, too. Um, Yeah, it's definitely like that rainy day women scene is so mm-hmm. funny because they just sit there and <laughs> shit talk Caleb and it's yeah. so good. Like smoking his cigars. It's so perfect. It's so great. And then the other part I love too, it's when Julie becomes the interior decorator for the Newport group for like a second. Oh my God. I forgot about that. And like Kirsten like can't. (laughs) And it's so good. But then like she actually does a really great job. Yeah. You know, it's it's just sort of funny. So I love that too. Um, I love when Julie is proposing her magazine to the Newport group and all the covers are just of her face. Her face. God, what a queen. So she's got a great face. She's gorgeous. She is. She's stunning. Yeah. Oh, anyway, love those ladies. Well, love them. Should we move on to the, to the, to the grand finale? Coop and some. Our boo-boos. Oh, I just love them so much. Me too. Marissa Cooper, Summer Roberts, uh, the two young ones in the show. Mm-hmm. just like classic childhood friend vibes like mm-hmm. have just been exactly. together forever and it's so endearing and also they also start out like their friendship just gets so much deeper and mm-hmm. maybe it's just that summer as a character gets so much deeper than she's like so early season one she's terrible she's oh terrible God, she's she's so bad yeah but I mean, she's surrounded. She she ends up surrounding herself, I think, with people who make her a lot better. Between like oh, Seth I agree. And Ryan I agree. And like Ryan's influence on Marissa and making her. I mean, Marissa's always, like always like sweet. Yeah, they also have a bit of like a redemptive arc, though. But I mean, mm-hmm. same threads though. They they have a lot of ups and downs, and most of them, most of the downs are focused on Marissa. She has a really hard time in her three seasons with OC and um, Summer, even when she's angry, like even when Marissa is being like the worst, Summer still tries and she still cares and she's still there and watching out and like at least aware and like yeah, she's always like trying and it's pretty I think, amazing. I think, you know, the same could probably be said for Marissa to Summer. But honestly, like, I feel like Summer really stabilizes after she, you know, gets with Seth. And it's like really kind of like very sweet and beautiful. No, it's amazing. And I think that like her perspective totally changes. I think that Summer, you know, like any high school girl was just kind of caught up in stupid stuff and Mm -hmm. marissa was too kind of and they both really grow a lot you know marissa has like you said just a really hard time i feel like anything that could happen to anyone in a tv show happens to marissa cooper so true (laughs) it's wild it's insane you know when they have their kind of falling out end of season three where marissa's just being a fucking psychopath yeah 
you can just tell like how upset summer is but she's still Mm -hmm. trying and then Mm -hmm. everything ends up being okay because they're Mm -hmm. all you know forgiveness and there for each other but that's a really that's a sad part but like any sisterhood like sometimes like people have growing periods and things are weird and like you're gonna have times when things are just sort of like not totally fitting perfectly together no they're so great I don't know I they're a great combo and like summer is so different from Marissa Mm because she's such like a spitfire yes (laughs) it's it's so so funny And and it's like, I just feel like they do such a good job of like, um, painting the picture of like early childhood friends, because when you do grow older, you are like so different from them, but they're still so there. And it's like such a great friendship as opposed to like some of the friendships I feel like you make later in life where you are like, you're more drawn to who you can find like similarities with, you know, but they like, that's a really great point. They do such a good job of like, you know, those like they've clearly known each other since like kindergarten and just decided mm-hmm. that in kindergarten they were going to be best friends. And they were. Um, mm. I love that. I yeah. love that. That makes me think of my own childhood friends. And that's such exactly. a good point. Yeah. No, that's what I'm thinking about, too, because like I am so different from them. But like I love it. And it's just thinking about all that history and like mm-hmm. all the things we've gone through that have like made us this way. And it's just like so fun. Sorry, I'm like burping. It's okay. Uh, yes, it is so fun. <laughs> what are your favorite summer Marissa moms? Um, it's hard to think about like moments because I think I just think about like lines that I really love between yes, the two of them. Me too. Like same. I'm totally crispy, for example. Was... <laughs> it's so um, good. Like at any time I'm tra- like getting tan. I'm not getting tan. I'm getting totally crispy. That's right. That's like, it's uh, a good question. Early days uh, when like Ryan is with Marissa and Summer is with Seth is just like really fun for me. Cause it's like, so fun. I know. I just like, well, A, I just love them all so much. Like I love those couples just so much, but like that Same. foursome dynamic is just like so great. And they're so, those actors are, have great chemistry. Oh my God, they totally do. I mean, Rachel Bilson and Adam Brody were dating, which I love. Um, But yeah, no, they're all like so great. One of my favorite moments is when they redo uh, Marissa's room for her. I love that part. I love that one. It's so cute. Um, So good. Yes. And I love, I know, it's so cute. Um, There's this moment too where like Marissa moves in with, summer in the third mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. and they're like fighting at the time but it's like funny the way <laughs> yes. that they fight is so passive aggressive and like yeah. honestly like so relatable like oh my god they're because at they the breakfast table oh too. my god the sharing of the bathroom but when they're at the breakfast table like taking things and not passing it i'm like this is so perfect it's, like, it's so it's so relatable so relatable they that is that like so well yes and like they're they're just they're just a really fun duo to watch. And I just think that they have each other's best interests at heart Mm -hmm. and they go through some shit, you know, it's a very like through thick and thin they're together. And it's so sad, you know, when Marissa dies, like the way that summer handles it, it's such a, 
I actually love the way the fourth season lays it out because the first three episodes, Summer is just a completely different person. Like she's running around like super busy. Like she has no time. She doesn't even want to go home. Like she's Mm -hmm. just totally delaying grieving, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And the part where she, you know, calls Seth and says, I miss my friend. And, you know, just that's so real. And yeah, it was like a part, a part of her, you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, just like an incredible like life cycle of a friendship. I know, so good. Wow, I'm emotional. They're definitely the best duo in my agree. opinion. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, all the you're right. The OC is really interesting with the relationships that it has because there's a lot mm-hmm. and there's like a million and there's like they're all like ever changing and stuff. Yeah, but those are like Julie and Kirsten and then Marissa and Summer. They're, They're really strong and constant throughout the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which is just I just so love great. them so much. I can't wait to hang up and go watch it, which is what I'm going to do. <laughs> so good. Wow. Well, this is so fun to dive into. I just love them all. Like, I just literally, if. Mackenzie, if you're listening and you haven't started the OC one, I'm annoyed that you listen to this because you just spoiled the whole thing for yourself. Yeah. So tell her not to listen to this actually. Okay. But if you this have not watched the OC, it's really fun to like, just go dive into some weird nostalgia from like 2001. Yeah. It's just and she really like loves that era. She also yeah, loves, I mean, this... you know what she loves is, um, heart of Dixie. Well, then she's going to love the OC. So she already has. I I know. God, Heart of Dixie. What a show. What a great show. I miss it. Maybe I should rewatch that. This makes me want to. This makes me want to do a similar episode um, with Gilmore Girls talking about like Rory and Lorelai and Lorelai and Suki. Oh, my God. I would love to love me some Gigi. But let's put the pregnancy auntie one on the books. That'd be fun. Yeah, let's do that like soon. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, <laughs> This was great. Cheers to yeah. Um, honestly, cheers to California. S- yeah, <laughs> Phantom Planet, <laughs> California. Yeah. Cheers. cheers to Marissa. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah, we love you. Um, and like cheers to the early two thousands and the gifts it gave us. I mean, the fashion is wild, but like we love it. It is wild. <laughs> it's truly wild. Oh. Um, but like it's part of the charm. That's right. Cheers. All right. Cheers.